alchemical goat. Hello everybody, welcome back. I'm Bobby Larson and I'm here with my favorite co-host, Jessica Dimitro. <laughs> You're my only co-host. <laughs> better be no. so i know right on this on the uh in keeping with la- uh, last uh program that we recorded we did divine feminine mm-hmm. and we were like okay well now we got to do the divine masculine to keep the balance to keep the balance and um you know in doing my research i have two pages of notes here guys like it is to me it's almost <laughs> more intense than a divine feminine and maybe that has something to do with the fact that I'm a woman but I felt like I learned so much Mm -hmm. and it made uh it made so many things clearer to me in my relationship or just relationships in general especially with men and with my like friends and mm-hmm. their relationships. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely plays a part in that. Why don't you define it for us? That oh, way we can. Great. Wait. Uh, okay. How about this? I'm going to define it based on words, traits of a divine masculine. So it, it's funny too, because as a Capricorn, I felt like, oh man, my, <laughs> and my Saturn, as you were saying. <laughs> Is so connected to the divine masculine, the the business side of my brain, mm-hmm. um, things like, you know, being a leader, being direct, uh, logical, mm-hmm. um, assertive, um, craving freedom, which mm-hmm. I thought was an interesting one. Um, but I, I mean, I feel that on a regular basis. Like I, that to me was an interesting one in that it, it reiterated this desire of, of, I don't know what society has always told me is the way. Right. And then me instinctually knowing that doesn't feel free. Right. And because, so your son is ruled by Saturn, but also in an interesting way, the traditional ruler of your moon is also Saturn. Oh, boy. because it, and it's an Aquarius, <laughs> right? Which is about yeah. freedom, and it's about that, oh, like, kind of co- going past like the three D way and going into this more like you know rebellious and all those things. And those are also equated with Saturn, and they're also you know part of the Uranus rulership. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. think if you really look deeply at Saturn, you can see all of these potential possibilities yeah and also i think the divine masculine is has rulership with mars yeah i think there's big yes well it you know i not to, it, it's interesting because the divine masculine isn't aggressive like it is aggressive but it's aggressive in that it's, it's direct it's direct and it knows what it wants mm-hmm. and it will go after it right um but it shouldn't be aggressive in that it's violent. Yeah, I don't know that. So I think divine masculine gets conflicted with just masculinity. Yeah, exactly. In our culture. And especially mm-hmm. like I was telling you, I was looking up stuff and I was like, some some people who are like, I'm divine masculine. They're kind of not, though, because <laughs> they're, no. you know, 
divine masculine needs divine feminine traits, right? Mm -hmm. They need to be together to be divine power. Whereas femininity and masculinity are often viewed as separate. Exactly. Exactly. There's, there is a yin yang Mm -hmm. balance there. right? Right. And we have it within each of us. And that's what I'm saying. Like I connect with that divine masculine stuff. Right. And that's where I feel like that's what pushes me forward. The divine feminine is the stuff that is about just being. And the divine masculine is about doing. Right. And I have spent a lot of my life doing because Mm -hmm. there was always this, it's, it's actually wounded divine masculine. It's the, the, the people pleasing. It's the, um, it's actually in one, one video I was watching, the guy was talking about the, the connection of the wounded feminine and the wounded masculine and just how they show up in people. And, and I was like, Oh, so like, you can have a lot of wounded masculine, Mm -hmm. right? especially if you have father stuff, which I definitely do, uh, <laughs> where you've been abandoned or, or you were abused or, you know, all these different things. I mean, I think we could probably say that everybody in society is dealing yeah. with both wounded archetypes yeah. Yeah. Um, because our world is very set in that sort of patriarchal, you know, and then femininity is displayed a certain way. And it's funny because now that I'm in, the astrology school, like we're really looking at these archetypes and I'm going like seeing how, you know, things are portrayed. Like for example, people with 12th house planets, right. It's our projection of them. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. not to get into a big thing about that, but I think how we kind of view these things, right. How, what our projection is inside of ourselves and seeing how, a lot of people have parental issues, we have societal issues, we have partnership issues. And I think if you start looking at divine masculine and divine feminine, and you realize that they need to be together, but they also need to hold space for one another. It's not a competition. It's not like I'm more whatever, you know, I and, and it's funny, because when I started looking at a lot of the divine masculine people out there, it was all about this sort of domination over women. And feminine stuff. And it's like, this exists actually inside of you. It really doesn't have to do with another person. That's a really, really, really good point, right? That's what I'm saying in that, like, my divine masculine tends to lead. Well, that can be taken in, if you're talking inside is one thing. But if you're talking outside, that becomes dominant, right? Right. And that's interesting because as I was watching videos and stuff, and there there was definitely the dudes that were like, they the the thing i think that people need to realize is that the divine feminine does want someone to kind of lead the way like they want to feel confident and comfortable and safe that's what a divine feminine like really needs from that divine masculine they need to feel safe to express their emotions, mm-hmm. to be who they are, to just do whatever they feel they need for themselves right. to be fully expressed as a human on the planet, right? 
and that can feel like it, it's a fine it's kind of a fine line and it's funny because as I was reading it I was reminded of like you know I've I've dabbled in the S&M community and it was that kind of like there's that room that mm-hmm. oh the domination there right? right like I could recognize it but also there's a know, yin and a yang between right a submissive and a dominant partner right, right. like that and I'm just saying because you brought this up, but, mm-hmm. the, but how <laughs> the masculine is really looking for the feminine to lead in a weird way. Like yes. they're holding space for that. They're giving them permission to yes. act out this sort of part of themselves and also really reflecting, like anticipating almost the needs of the other person. Yes. I mean, well, you know, your own, I think a divine masculine man who's really, really confident in that recognizes that if they have that feminine if they are are supporting their partner their in their divine feminine stuff they benefit right it is that polarity it's that connection and that um everybody wins If, if if i'm letting you be completely who you need to be and i'm completely confident in who i need to be and when we falter, when you're faltering, I pick up the slack and vice versa sure. and whatever. You know, it's a it's a real partnership. It's not it's not about one dominating. It's it's hard it's so hard to explain. It's like it's there's a difference between dominating and leading, guiding, um you know Well one has permission in it, right? Yeah. And the other one is just doing yes. it out of out for, of for, for out of power, right? Yeah. So for, like one well, is out of saying, fear, really, right? That's like where a leader is got permission. Like we know that you're going to charge the best way forward, right? Like putting your face sort of in a king or a captain or something in the military, yes. and then you know, like I have to listen to this person because this is my part, and allowing somebody else to lead. Now that might be in a partnership, and that might be those things inside of you. Like one part of yourself knows. When you're dealing with something that you need to be more direct. And the other part of you knows that you need to be more allowing. And how do those things hold space within yourself? And I think that's part of recognizing, right? Because if you're balanced in divine masculine, divine feminine, you don't just let any partner in. Yeah. Oh, this person wants me, right? There's there's none of that needy stuff because your divine masculine is like, eh, no thanks. Mm-hmm. Right? But, <laughs> but because you know that... If this person isn't right, that's okay. They're not for you. That, But that you are honoring yourself and your worth and your value and that protective, you know what I'm saying? That yeah. Protective. And this is why we have a lot of angry men right now. Because yeah. they are not recognizing that women, as they connect and become more balanced within themselves, because they're not just living in a wounded feminine Right. Anymore. They're living in a divine feminine. Some of them. And, right. And <laughs> trying to, you know, pull themselves up out of that. But change always happens like that. Somebody yeah. always has to get left behind yes. so that they can make, because they're noticing like, hey, our, our civilization isn't going to survive if we're all on our own. But also right. that I'm not going to accept mm-hmm. anything less than what I deserve because I'm recognizing myself as a divine being. And as a divine being, I deserve to be treated at a certain level. And people who don't live up to that or can't do that, 
it's not this is the thing i think about relationships right this is like the best piece of advice if it's not if it doesn't start out at a certain level it's not going to get better yeah i mean yeah you might get more comfortable with that person but if it's bad to begin with it's only going to get worse it's like anything else on the 3d it deteriorates over time if it's not strong and solid and have a good foundation it can't it can't have that yeah it's not going to develop that later i mean i look at all of the people, including myself, I mean, but my husband and I found each other at a very young age. And because of that, we have a very weirdly, like, sort of, there's a lot of childlikeness to sure. and innocence in our relationship because that was the basis, mm-hmm. right? As you look at, I mean, I know that you and I know a lot of people that have been in relationships 15, 20 I mean, we're, God, it's crazy that we have like friends that are, I mean, I just celebrated my 17th wedding anniversary. God, like, we're those people now? Like, we're <laughs> celebrating right. like 15, 20 year relationships. And they started off shitty and they're still shitty. And you're like, oh my God, they're still doing this. They're still doing this. Right. Well, that I was think they're normal. I don't want to make it seem like it can't ever get better. But if two people are working on themselves, and then they're working on the relationship. But that's rarely the case. It's not the it's case. It's usually an imbalance where somebody is exactly. like either holding on to that person or, you know, they're in that relationship because they don't know anything else. Or even toxic. It's toxic and the other person's accepting it. And you're vibrating at the same level of whoever your partner exactly. is. Exactly. Right? Like, there's not somebody, like, so spiritually evolved with somebody who's, like, you know, so, you know, it's just, that's just how it works. It's so, so painful to watch. It, and it's sad because on one hand, you can tell, like, and I don't try to get into other people's relationships because I have hard enough time managing my own. <laughs> well, I mean, just in, you know. Yeah. I should focus on that. Exactly. That's not your job. But what I will say as somebody who does readings and gives advice and all of the things, like, I I really like the self-focus. I really Mm -hmm. like working on ourselves. I I really like that you would rather be by yourself than be in a toxic relationship. Thank you. That would be great. I wish I could convince that many of my friends and and if you're with somebody like if you're lacking let's say in divine masculine and you're you know you're not able to speak up for yourself those are things you want to work on so that because people like that when you tell somebody how to treat you and i'm trust me i work on this all the time should i say this my divine feminine gets in the way or my Mm -hmm. feminine right Mm -hmm. my feminine's like no let's just let it go right but I find that when I finally do speak my truth, people actually respect... Not only do they respect it, but they like me more. Yes. It's it's so, like, anti, you know, intuitive. But at the same time, it makes sense because people want to know who you are and where you stand and where your boundaries are. Now, I know people have such tough boundaries, and I still listen to them, and we never get anywhere. Yeah. But... <laughs> But, and I think that's where the divine feminine comes in. How is this affecting other people? Mm -hmm. You know, so that's how they sort of work together. Yeah. And I think that's where the healing comes in, right? Is when you're able to say, I don't want that. Yeah. And it's okay. You don't have to please another person to be in a relationship. Well, no, because I think relationships aren't all hunky dory. There's always going to be disagreements, there's always going to be, you know, things. that are very different about two people. 
Right. Right. And their upbringings and everybody comes with their own baggage and their own stuff. It's, it's how you navigate and balance each other out. How does that person hold space for you? Yeah. Like the funny thing is, is that as many issues as I have with my husband, like all the time, I never hesitate to tell him exactly how I feel. Yeah. For better or for worse. I just like, and he's like one of the only people I don't, I don't actually go back in my mind and be like beating myself up over it or think about it too much. I'm just like, this is where I'm at and I'm able to be direct. Mm hmm. That's wonderful. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, the same, I'm the same. I, I, well, yeah, that's the thing. Those poor guys. Because I'm the same way with my husband. And he's just like, but the problem is, is whether, whether they hear you or not. Like, I'm like, I know I just like vented at you. Did you actually hear what I said? Or are you just thinking in your mind that I'm fucking crazy? Right? Like. Which is fine. Actually, don't really even care. I don't I think know. too much it's about more, it. It's more about, well, I... I, I mean, on an evolved level, I do think yeah. about it. Like, I'm like, God, that was really mean. Maybe I should tone it back a little. But, and I don't mean that I even come from a mean place. I just come from a direct place. Well, there's... there's When you really know what you need and what you want, it's going to come out direct. And it should. And you shouldn't apologize for it. Right? right? That's That's... That's Within the biggest reason, thing, right? Well, if you're being like mean and name calling, like let's not be neat, mean and name call. Like I'm definitely guilty of that. You know, it, it, there's, we have to, I think a lot of women, we've been so, we're so, we've been so repressed and so quiet and so, and, and it's not, maybe not even us personally. It's literally like we've tapped into all the angry women of all the world, all over millennia. Right. And sometimes it comes through and I'm just like, I'm fighting for all the women. Right. I'm fighting for everybody in this argument right now because you get we're sick of it. Right. Right. We're sick of it. And we need the men to step up. We're doing the work internally. There are men doing the work. I do want to put that in. There are. So. You know, and I found them. I was watching their videos and it was really interesting and it was yeah. really nice to hear them recognize, you know, where they're coming from, why they did the things they did and why they're moving it this way and what they're, you know, what they're learning. And um, it's a breath of fresh air. Sure. Right. We need more of that. So make your partner listen to this podcast, people, because it's time for them to learn some shit. And I, I, you know, this is going to sound so condescending, but men can be so dumb. Okay. And our sound guy is a man. He loves us. Um, (laughs) But they, they don't get it the first time. And they don't get it the second but time. But I think, and honestly, they don't get that's it. part of the, the masculine traits, yeah. right? Is well, that exactly. men can go out exactly. there and, like, they got it all figured out. Yeah. And, I mean, like I said, this isn't all men. But in a lot of times, society doesn't talk about the reflective nature of wondering how you're... Like, because I see these, like, you know, TikToks or whatever with guys mm-hmm. talking about how upset they are that women aren't dating them. And, you know, it's all those, like weird looking dudes that are yeah. like oh I don't know why nobody wants to date me and I've got this huge you know chip on my shoulder about it right and you know that reflective nature of like well let me go within and see what's going on here because it's not looks and it's not all of these other things it's like how are you treating 
your partner. And I don't want to end up in a relationship where I'm just letting somebody be like that because they've always been like that. I mean, I require a lot of self-work in myself. I can't imagine being with somebody that didn't do self-work. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where the bar is going, that we are raising the bar as what we're doing and that reflection And that's why the balance is important because like we could talk about it and we could say, well, these traits of like masculinity where, you know, this is how it has predominantly been. That's not acceptable anymore that it needs to be balanced out with femininity. I want to see more balanced traits. I want to see less of like your muscle car and your job and how much money you make. And I want to see like what books you're reading, where you've been in the world, you know, your thoughts on philosophy, culture, and what's what's happening. And I think that is going to happen more. I think a lot of people are, you know, because we don't know all of the work, mm-hmm. but we do know that people are tending to be more balanced in in these kinds of things but you do see the extremes oh yeah and i think when we see the and and on the other side (laughs) there's always the other side (laughs) on the other side where women are really hurt i mean we've lived in a patriarchal energy where women have been dominated i was just the last couple of books i've read about like women from you know ancient egypt and then um there was a book i read where it was like england Mm mm-hmm I, it, it was mind-blowing because the, the way the character was like totally didn't realize how the patriarchy was affecting her. And she was sort of reacting to these men being dominant. They couldn't own property. They couldn't go anywhere. And now here we are, a generation that is, you know, we've we've been able to do these things. But now we're coming out of this thing of like, I don't need somebody to live with to just so he can be the sole signer on everything and the breadwinner. I need a partner. I need somebody who's going to add to my life, to my, to my sense of self and also doing that work within myself. Like I need to speak up for myself. I need to do these things. I think we're coming into a time and I think for myself personally, I can't speak for everybody, but I, I, for me, I think the hardest part again, because I do come with this sort of masculine energy, so often and it can be very aggressive that can be hard. but that can be hard for a woman a right woman. i it, it's a survival mechanism sure. right it's my own but also society is like no you can't be successful no you can't be outspoken while being like in your divine <laughs> right? feminine and just existing and being all those wonderful things so but i think i what I'm going to be working on going forward is my delivery, right? Like we're saying, (laughs) okay, yeah, I might sound like a crazy bitch. What I need to do is tone it down and figure out the conversation in, in talking to my husband in particular, but probably any men going forward. If I, I don't really work with men as clients anymore because of these things. Like I just, I'm like, Oh, this is so hard to get through to them. They don't hear what I'm saying or how they need to see themselves or what they need to really work on. They don't hear it. And so it's the delivery. It's, it's how do I show that this work needs to be done? You know, is it, I'm going to be sending you, I definitely send Zach TikToks. Like I send him TikToks. I'm like, you, you should watch this <laughs> How does this he guy. respond to them? He, he doesn't. He, he quietly, hmm, 
if I keep doing it though, right? It's this, oh, oh. I mean, it's just like anything that you learn, right? Mm-hmm. Anytime you kind of start thinking, you know, I should take a look at that. It becomes like, a, it's like a seed. It gets planted. And then you have to kind of just keep watering it and keep watering it and keep watering it. Because it is so, this wounded masculine world that we have been living in is so you know deep and i want to point out it's not just bad for women it's bad for everybody everybody and i think that's a misunderstanding that some men think if we were just masculine and you did your role and i did my role everything would be fixed right and it's not true i can just see the detrimental effects of men living in this like i'm so macho and or whatever 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 their their thing is i need to do this i need to be this it is so toxic to them and their world and and you know what i i just have to say i'm really um lucky because my dad is very much he raised me to be he really believed in equality he Mm -hmm. believes in equality Mm -hmm. and we've always had this conversation this really deep thing so i i didn't grow up thinking I'm less than yeah. I grew up thinking, well, if you don't like it, then, you know, and, and I'm not, I'm very much into seeing other people's side, but also knowing that there are people out there that understand that it's not what you were born as that makes right. the difference. It's what you do with it. Right. And yeah. how I love watching videos with men who are like really in into the divine feminine and are like speaking on it and sticking up for it. It makes a whole lot of difference when I see that as opposed to just women speaking into the ether because we've been saying it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the same thing with women. I mean, I'm sure like, you know, having women understand the divine masculine, that might be a threat to some people. And then that might be like, Oh wow. You know? Well, we're not going to get anywhere if the women don't start, Helping, like helping deliver that message, helping, you know, our natural instinct is to nurture. And I hate it because there's this, this weird balance of like, are you, is it a codependency and you're suddenly like mommy to your partner as you help them navigate through this Mm -hmm. and, and got help guide them through that process because ultimately it is their responsibility to do the work, right? right. To to go and look at their Just shit. Just like your shadow work, uh, right. my it's, shadow it's work. It's their it is their responsibility. But if you're in a committed relationship and you've been there for a long time and you are like I really need this person to do this work, you know, there's this fine line of like I'm going to force you to do the work or I'm going to like keep shoving it or, down your throat. Till you get the message. <laughs> I think in a, in a lot of situations, you know, I think there are people that are flexible and willing to like look at themselves. And I think that's a key factor. And I think also if somebody keeps showing up as a person who's not ready and doesn't want to, I mean, you have to really take that into account, yeah. right? Um, it, it's really hard because I think we can only plant seeds that's for other yeah. people. We can only say... You know, and, and, and the reason why this is all of our problem as opposed to just like them or somebody else is because of what's going on in our world and yeah. how our children are affected by not being in balance and how, you know, I think in, in an interesting way, the whole gender thing where people are, you know, they're having more, um, 
you know, balance of their male and female. I think that is a clue of like, you know, not that everybody has to be that balanced, but right. that that people are starting to have that identity, yeah. that that is coming back. I mean, the Native American people and other cultures had more balances between the genders. They recognized it. Right. That, that it's all And seeing us. this as biological. Yeah. Right. And like, how does it affect us when we go within and we're like, I'm not ashamed of this. Like, this is what I love about you is that you are direct, that you have these Saturn things that, you know, stuff like that is valuable. I don't want to change that about you. Right. But I definitely need to bring in some softer sides, you know, and absolutely. I've definitely brought in some softer sides. I mean, God, me what, three years ago, four years ago? <laughs> oh, I just, it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was hard to be me in my brain all the time. But I was like in corporate worlds. And, you know, when you are in that corporate world, you ha- it's a survival mechanism as a woman. And I was in the spa world. You would think that that would be more feminine in a weird way because it's healing and it's, it's this... It's a business. It's still a business and it's still predominantly corporate there are more women like women women centric yeah businesses and i like the the woman not just employing women but like like for for example i work for a non-profit that is very Mm -hmm. much in everybody's very much in their heart like male or female yeah that it's more about helping the clients than it is about anything else and it's very obvious throughout the thing and i like i like being a part of that i like seeing how that is actually a thing. It could the, could could there be balance there? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, there always could be. Well, that <laughs> right. That's the thing. It's it it plays out. It plays out in all of the things we do. It's a it, that the way. It's so interesting to think. I mean, and and when you think about divine feminine and masculine, is it? It's not even gender, but it, it there's this. It's so innate in what we do and where everything, every job, every interaction, partnerships, every partnership, Mm -hmm. friendship, you know, even as a parent, like it is so very important with parenting. It's interesting if you think about the people, if you go back and think about people that, you know, maybe yourself included, um, being a single mom. Mm-hmm. So you always have like the kids that, oh, my mom, you know, she did all the things and she was, and they, oh, they say it with a reverence. And I wonder if single moms in the end, right. They were like, how, however they ended up becoming a single mom. Right. But they took on both of those, right. They, they're Not balanced that, but in at- a way. At a detriment in society because right. the single mom is viewed in a certain way. She's not given the opportunities of other people. Meanwhile, her, her resilient, children right, are faring her, better. Right. And her resiliency and resources and all of the things. And then also having that sort of like judgment and the stuff. Like you just get a Teflon shield around you and you're like you know what be and and having that I had like a community I had my family helping for sure but I also like I went to school so that my daughter could see that I that there nothing can stop you and I was in school people that were younger than me that's parents were paying for it were late they show up in their pajamas they didn't care 
And I cared. I cared so much that I graduated like really high up. And I was, I went in as a high school dropout after I got my GED. And I'm telling you, that is what a single mom can do. When she puts her mind to something, and I'm, I'm not speaking for all single moms, but for me, the, the resources and the way I would figure anything out. And now my daughter is put doing the same thing and putting herself to go to nursing school. And she has me as a resource to be like, how do I do this? Where do I start this? And she's doing it at a time when she's ready. Yeah, and this is that, but that's the thing. Her ability to, to have been raised with you being so... Without, I mean, with no choice. You had the, you had no choice but to balance out in yourself. Well, I had a choice, had but pull, I chose the right, better one yeah, for me. Right. Well, exactly. <laughs> but that's the thing. In choosing better for you, you chose better for for her because you know whoever dad would have been or the partner that would have been there. He was so domineering. It would exactly. He was so toxic. So then the balance in the household would have been. Totally well, it would have been me being there to please somebody and not exactly. me being there because I wanted to be with her exactly. dad. And you probably would have been taking, there'd been like that caretaking aspect of taking care of your partner being, I mean, there's so many things that come into play sure. in a relationship that is imbalanced like that. Right. And we, I think what people have to remember too about balance. And again, it's like that, that idea of, the man does this and the woman does this. The man's right. work is here. The woman's work is in the home and blah, blah, blah. And all, even when she's working full time, you know, she's, that's her job. She takes care of all the house stuff and it's the It's so imbalanced that it's way. It's so imbalanced. So many, how many women do you know that are at their breaking point what right this, now but, trying to right. do all of that? And if you look at like... Even in a relationship. You look at... That woman, okay, doing all those things, and then you see the man, and he's over here, and all he's doing is going to work. How, <laughs> how is that at all even, right? Like, it just, it's, it's crazy. Like, she's literally, this is where we're at, is like, these women over here are going, wait a second, I am doing all of it already. So what are you bringing to this table? Not only that, but other women are sanctioning this idea. I see them. <sighs> In their comments, telling other women to wake up at four o'clock in the morning to clean their houses, they get they get it's so crazy. They get confused, and this is where like my workshop's going to be coming into play. That I'm I'm hopefully going to build. I have built it. It's Did I don't you know talk about it a little bit. I don't even know how to talk about it yet. That's how new it is. <laughs> like I'm like I put it down on paper. I'm gonna go and study it's it. It's gonna so be I know fantastic. To... But this idea of what women have been so brain brainwashed it's brainwashing it's brainwashing that this is what you have to do in order to be a a a woman in this world to do all the things and it's like oh let let's scale this back like let's be realistic and let's put some freaking spotlights on the people around you that aren't supporting you right like you like you said you had family yeah. helping, right? It's a huge, where the fuck is the family helping these women? Where are, you know, their friends, right? You have friends. Well, 
why aren't your friends helping you? You have a fucking husband. Why is your husband not helping you? Right? right. In all of these these interactions, somehow the woman just got completely confused and convinced that she's supposed to do it all. And now you're telling me these, there's women sanctioning that, which makes me want to like scream. Well, and, it's and, just the way, but, but it's all the patriarchy it's all has always wounding, been upheld you know? by both genders. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's a mother wounding thing. That's where is, that absolutely. mother wound is. You know, and the mother wound is like, we can't accept anybody. This is your place as a woman. If they're not doing, they're not towing the line, right? Yeah. If you're not in there, part of the the system, doing the things that the system tells you to do, then you're a threat. And mm-hmm. I see it constantly because women have different situations. They don't even care what your situation is. No, they're like you're not. You're not waking up and cleaning Clearly your you're house. You're just not doing. You're and, lazy and on top of your kids, <laughs> and you let them use the iPad. It's like all these judgments. Mm-hmm. They don't even know. I saw. I saw posts that has nothing. To do with children. And um, just a sign right there that what I'm saying is... (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Right on point. Turn off the phone, people. (laughs) Um. (laughs) No, I lost it. Shoot. (laughs) My ringer is never on. Anyway. I think it was a sign. That was a sign. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. I just see it. It wasn't even... Oh, that's right. It wasn't even about children and some it was about animals and somebody brought it in that now because you don't treat animals the way that I think you should and it wasn't a bad thing yeah it it, but it was like you shouldn't even have children and I was like whoa how do we get from (laughs) point a to point b but that's how you can't take care of a dog you definitely can't have kids well I think that's what online has enabled us to do it's this is how the collective conscious now we can see it Yes. It's not just this thing we think in our mind when we go to the grocery store and we think people are talking about us. This is actually thoughts that people are having and judgments about them when they don't even know any of the story. I mean, I've seen like the posts about where somebody goes through a situation. They have no idea how it started, but there's all this judgment. If your kids are estranged from you for any reason, if you're not doing... X, Y, and Z, and part of the PTA, and part of the thing. There's so much mom shaming oh, and women so shaming, disturbing. and and it's it's sad, but it's exactly what we need to see is that it's not just upheld by men. Men are yeah. doing their own thing, and they have yeah. a part to play, sure, but they're not all. The, they're not the ones that are shaming, doing most of the shame. You can control women a lot easier if they're infighting with each other. You know? But that's and, how they were. It's sad because it's how they were raised, I right? Know. yeah. It's how it society operated. It's the It was the norm. I won't say it's still the norm. I think we're moving out of well, where people are starting to really be like, yeah, fuck this. But... I do think that being raised in a very religious, very like a bedroom community or, you know, in the middle of the country where this is just how everybody is, that's going to be hard to just like let go of My and move past. My new favorite stupid pastime is to watch like documentaries on Scientology. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. That's been my favorite. I mean, I just, or, or, um, any the cult. other one. What's the other one? Not Scientology. Um, the, Mormon? What, Mormon. LDS? Where, the, yes. Oh, man. There's a good one where they're helping the girls escape. And I just, I love it because even in their closed community, 
even when, you know, you're being raised in Utah with all the people thinking the same around you, there's this instinct in women that they know these are young girls. Like some of them are like barely, they're like 16 because they're about to be married off. Right. Mm -hmm. Most of them are like, I think that's when it comes in. Right. Wait a minute. All this stuff is bullshit. Right. And it's so, so interesting that they are like, Oh, I'm not doing that. I am not doing that. And this, this instinct to survive. So your instinct to survive could be go two ways. You can just go, I'm just going to live this life. I'm stuck here. This is, you know, victim and I'm just that I'm getting married, I guess, at 16. Or I am going to sneak out of my house in the middle of the night with nothing but the clothes on my back in the middle of winter to guarantee that I don't have to marry my freaking like first cousin and shit. Right. Like it's so disturbing. Who's like 50 years right? older than and me. And so I think I think we are though, this new generation. They're they're really like it might be a little late for some of us. Like our generation. It might but be we're too tra- late. We're, tra- we're, we're going to do a turning the- point. Yeah, we're we're raised do- kids, right? Yeah. We're we're so change doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't. This is this is the thing. Another problem I think with thinking that oh, if everything doesn't change, we're not successful. It's not true. Gen X was the perfect in between the boomers and the millennials and Gen Z. Because they, we needed a place for us. One, we figured out that we can't just leave our kids home all day by themselves and expect them. I mean, sometimes to be okay. I do it. No, I'm just okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Maybe like an hour no, or two. Okay. No, 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 no. But, but yeah. But but yeah. the way that we were, we had no support system, mm-hmm. right? We were yeah. just kind of left to our own. And whether you had friends or not, I grew up in Portland. We were very isolated. My parents are sort of loners, <laughs> you know. Um, so it was different, you yeah. know what I mean? And so I just, I'm feeling like we are switching by the things that we do. Like when my kid, my son came to me and he's like asking me about two women together. And I'm like, that's perfectly fine. Everything is perfectly fine. You can date whoever you want. I don't know who you're going to date. You know, I'm not giving you a a specific sexuality or gender. I'm allowing you to choose. Those are really important yeah. turning points it's into a world. Right? That is so interesting. I didn't even really think like it's natural for 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 our general. Like I was definitely raised with like you just go right and get married and have kids. Like yeah, there was never a conversation around like any other option. Right. Which but is really weird. That's what I don't want to do to my kid. My son, even this morning when I was driving into school, is like. I don't think I'm going to have kids. I'm like, well, you might not. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, okay. Cause then I said, now he's going to turn it he's on. He's right. like, now I'm going to have kids. I'm like, well, that's between <laughs> you and the person. Right. I, there's no judgment from me yeah. and I'm not going to tell you what to do. I mean, I would love to have grandkids, but I'm also, really? if not, know. not if you don't want them. Right. It's like, yeah. I'm okay yeah. with whatever you choose. And right now you don't owe me grandkids, right? Like, <laughs> Like, I want you to be happy and yeah. whatever that means to you. There, yeah. Like when my, my daughter came out to me, cause she's, mm-hmm. she's bi, right. Okay. There was no come out story. It was like, mom, this is, and I was like, okay, we're moving. It doesn't matter to I'm me. I'm going to find out that like my kids are gay because they're going to just suddenly bring home their boyfriend and I'm going to be like, oh, or their girlfriend. I'll be like, cool. As long as they're happy, it doesn't exactly. matter. Exactly. Like. Thank you. Are you guys happy? That's 
all I care about. I don't want to create more trauma. As long as by it's being... not a toxic relationship, because right. you know that happens too in gay relationships. Well, all like, relationships, right? All but, relationships but are if hard. They, if they're least, their their least hard thing. Is I'm just going to tell them not to get married. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, be like, you guys can do. I don't care who you date. Don't get married. <laughs> like you just don't need to do that. Like That's I'm anti gay marriage because why would you want to get married? Well, no. <laughs> yeah, <Just kidding. laughs> sort of. <laughs> so you know, I um, I was looking into like you know what is it that what is it that men I'm going to say men in particular need to do to like what are, like what are the specifics because. I mean, obviously all men are going to come at it with different things. They're going to come at it with different, you know, wounded masculine traits and wounded feminine traits and all the different things. And I found this really good, it was very succinct um, YouTube video. Of course, I can't remember who it was, but, um, and he talked about just when you're accessing that masculine energy, (laughs) what is it that you're like really looking for what do you really really need to bring in and confidence Mm -hmm. and self-belief which these are such good like these are like oh oh right I come with like strong masculine energy for a lot of things confidence and self-belief are not one of them (laughs) right like I I was it, like, that's so funny because you look at men, right? And men do have a lot of it's men. It's the way they're they raised. They just come in with no... But, but that's it's the way we're raised, right? Yeah. It's, it's No shame. Women are... And even if, like, you have fairly open-minded parents, like, I don't think yeah. my mom is, like, super gender-specific. She mm-hmm. wasn't, like, you know, giving me a bunch of girly stuff, right? Right. She she did because I like dresses, but, but other than that, she wasn't super into that. So I feel like, but... With a lot of households when they raise their kids, right? It's like men get preferral treatment. I mean, I, it's so prevalent in my family. Yeah. My aunts, like, oh, this boy, you know, and 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 so they get that, and they so they learn how to like trust themselves and stuff like that. Yeah. Where girls are like, you know, we have to overthink things. We have to make sure everybody's okay. We have to sense the energy. That's why a lot of us are empaths. empaths. Right? Yeah. Because we're sensing how everybody's feeling in order for us to, like, I'm taking up too much space. I need to calm down. Right? And so, like, that's part of the balance, I guess, is, is that learning how my voice actually matters. Yeah. You know? And that confidence is... I do a lot of, like, affirmations now. I, yeah. like, work on myself constantly. The because I am affirmations are really good. Yeah, I'm because shrinking inside of myself mm-hmm. is not helping anybody. Mm-hmm. Nobody is rewarded by, thank you, Jessica, you stood out of the way. So I, I, you know what I mean? Like, that's a temporary thing. But when you have a bunch of people around you that are, you know, in a, that space of, like, I can hold space for you. Yeah. I can allow you to be what you are. Th- that's a two-way street. When you start shrinking, the other person probably feels like, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Right? And if you're around competitive people then that's maybe a thing that you need to look at, right? Whatever well, if you're, you're around competitive people and they make you feel like shit about yourself. Those no, are not yeah, your people, you can't, no. right? Anybody that makes you outwardly feel like shit about yourself is not not good. I think so another one um But I do think people was, are redeemable. I have to oh, say yeah. that. I, I I think a lot of these conversations are often like 
people can only like once you're this then we have to throw you away you're not okay and i don't think that i think as long as somebody's willing to show up and do the work that's what matters be awesome that's what we're hoping for right so another one was emotional mastery so um, like oh yeah that Mm -hmm. so this is the thing this is where this is where i think a lot of men struggle with that connection with their masculine energy because they're not their their emotions they weren't allowed to show them right right? so so what happens is and this is where that aggressive and violent nature gets stuffed and then it and then it explodes right. right so this idea of like how to you know direct the the emotions in a positive way how to um how to just understand that they're bubbling up and then express them in a healthy way i mean like this seems i mean this can this definitely applies to me too i think i have a lot of blocks sometimes around showing them like i I show emotion at like very stupid times right (laughs) like i'll cry at the movie right whatever the movie is and it's like am i crying this movie or is it like five years from now from like in the past when that happened well that's when the reserves come up right it like takes it takes a second but i thought that was a really interesting one because i think i think looking at the men i know that are kind of definitely struggling with their their mask their divine masculine stuff that's where so much of it stems sure like not recognizing not knowing it's not even they literally they just weren't taught how to be emotional because it was seen as girly like you know boys don't cry right Right. boys don't cry and 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 when they got mad or or angry or tried to express themselves inevitably somebody shut them down same with women right right? same thing like well you're being too emotional you're being too emotional emotional was a bad thing right and this is why Gen X is so jaded. We are <laughs> definitely, we repressed a lot of it. Right. Right. Well, and I think that's part of like my own journey with getting in tune is not shutting it down and just kind of allowing it to come up. And then either mm-hmm. for me, I'm like confronted, like, where is this coming from? You know, cause it's mm-hmm. not always like, oh, I know exactly why this yeah, happened. Sometimes no, I'm surprised. I'm like, it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know why I'm feeling this way. This person didn't, you know, you can tell sometimes, sometimes, and sometimes if you let the emotion, so you have to balance that out too. If you let the emotion overwhelm, then you're like reaching. And I think too, we're not really good judges of character when it comes to ourselves and other people. Like I'm really intuitive doing readings for people listening to an outside perspective. I am all in, but when it comes to stuff with myself, yeah. It's really hard Isn't to figure out, like, is that directed at me? Is that, and you know, because yeah. everything, when you're super wounded and you're feminine, everything becomes sort of a threat to you. Yeah. Like, is that yeah. person's energy yeah. really meaning to do this? So I think balancing out, like, I've been really, really good lately at, like, not allowing stuff in, yeah. right? Or yeah. dealing with it immediately so I yes. can know. Is this worth my time what is and really my energy? coming up and, and sitting with it and sitting just, you know, there's been so much of me personally just 
shutting down and putting it away and not sitting with it at all. And then it comes up again in a sure. different way, of right? In a different way. That's my, that's my wheel of shit show that things keep coming back, right? It's the lesson that you didn't learn the first time is just going to keep coming back. Especially during like, Mercury retrograde. Oh God. Oh God. Oh, Mars is it, are about, we over yet? Ma- no, Mars over. is about to retrograde. So just hold your hat. Okay. I'm, I'm like not Gemini. leaving my house. Like I need to stop leaving my house. Like well, every it's, time... it's going to be a seventh month or it's not a seven. It, it's in Gemini for seven months, but two months of it'll be retrograding. I'm just like done. Can you just be done? Like I'm so done. Can the planets just? But I think this is funny that we're doing this right before the Mars retrograde. Yeah, that's the divine masculine, right? That's the because it's about your desire. It's about being direct. It's in Gemini. It'll be conjuncting my Sun, my IC, my Mercury. Oh God, you're gonna be a shit show over there. (laughs) I don't know. You know, I've handled this Mercury retrograde really well, actually. Did you? Yeah, I I don't I'm Mine, not saying I, I did work. I definitely just know. had like really bullshit things happen that like were like what? Like but just I, a lot of technical stuff. Those things stuff. happened and then I just kind of like Good. I worked through yeah. them yeah. and I just kind of and it, or I would use humor and I would like text yeah. you and be like like some this silly is, meme. This is yeah. But but also <laughs> because I realized like I can fight against this and this isn't a work against me. So I, well, I don't it, try to do that. I find, I always, yeah, Mercury retrograde tends to be like me just laughing at the, like, of, of course this is happening. Of course. Of course. Like, you have to have a sense of humor with it or you will lose your mind because there are, I've had some Mercury retrograde, things happen, I, I get through it, doesn't, nothing affects, like, it doesn't really come up as an issue at all. And then some, I'm like, a, like, weeks of just a disaster one after the other after the other well, and i'm like okay i can only well, laugh I can retrogrades and all of the planets are <laughs> about being in alignment yeah so whatever they lesson force they're forcing that you know well, and that's why the good. outer planets that teach us the most right mm-hmm. retrograde for the longest period of time because we need time to integrate what it's trying to teach us in that moment that's it goes back over it gives us and it gives us opportunities, right? So if something goes over three times, mm-hmm. you're basically, it's retrograding, that's a function. And then when it goes back direct, that's a function. And then when it goes back over, you know what I mean? So yes. there's this yes. there's this time period, whereas it would feel really weird if the universe is like, learn this. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And then you're like, there's like an integration. What if you didn't get it? And yes. What if right. you didn't get it? And then yeah. now you're going to yeah. go on to the final exam, only understanding half of what it's trying to teach you. That works well for me because I need like multiple lessons. Right. And the universe knows that. (laughs) I need, I need multiple lessons to learn. I need it to come back over and over for me to, it's very rare that I get it on the first try. And I find it a lot of times, like, especially if we have retrograde, I have a lot of, I have three outer planets that are retrograding in my chart. And I, I understand the retrograde energy because it's, it's inward focus. Yeah. When I try to focus it out here, it's not working. Yeah. Right. So I know that if anything that needs to be shifted has to happen on this level and not out there. Again, that's why it's like this natural instinct to go inward. Like I get like a natural, almost hermit. Well, I think it's the hibernation. Like I need to hibernate. I need to just not talk to people. I can only give so much energy to so many things. I can only like you, I literally my, it's almost like the world just kind of has to shrink. For a second, you know, while I (laughs) 
like figure that out, work it out. But the, I think that's a natural part of everything is like we do need times to shut down. Yeah. And that's I think where, you know, like extroverted, introverted, divine masculine, divine feminine, you know, the the tendencies, right? Extroverted is I always have to be on point. I always have to be out there. Introverted is I'm, you know, I can't go out there, you know, or or I need a lot of time to reflect. Well, those things have to have balance. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, there's, there's extroverted where it's really good. Like you're on point, you're making connections, you're talking to clients, whatever you're doing, making friends. And then the introverted part of ourselves needs time to recuperate after those things. It needs time to reflect on the relationships. It needs to make sure that everything is in balance. And so I really find that. As long as we're leaning on one over the other, we're going to be out of balance. Yeah. yeah. So I think as a society, right, we talk about this cycle, it's just even in our own podcast thing about what is my best time? Yeah, when am I exactly. going to be able to shine? When am I going to feel like, you know, I'm actually ready? And it's not always just because you're learning information. It's when you feel at your best. Yeah. I mean, I know we've talked about this and this is kind of totally getting off subject, but the idea of working with your cycle and working with, um, you know, depending on as some women are new moon oriented, some women are more full moon oriented, but like your, your natural women are on that 28 day cycle and men are on the 24 seven journal. I think it's called. I don't, yeah. I don't know what the word is, but you know, and we've created a whole world around that 24 seven. And yeah, we're well, not, we're masculine. Based. This is, this is not right. This is not working for everybody. So what's so interesting is if you were to think about women in working in their 28 day cycle, working with how, whatever feels natural in their bodies, if we were to like really like gear the world in a way where everybody could just do their natural cycle can you imagine how productive everything would be i, I mean yeah. like it would be because so those much down more times peaceful. are just as productive yes. as the doing exactly and and i think that it's funny because the billionaires would freak out you know they'd yeah. be like oh my god we can't we have to have people like the way that's where i think it's so obvious of how masculinity is mm-hmm. so overkill is if you look at what's going on in corporate america mm-hmm. um with especially places where it's very business centric and how in a divine masculine way, right? Like, so, or in a masculine way where we have to get the most out the profit capitalism, you know, all of these things, which are the way that they stick it to their employees where they don't care if they stay, they're trying to give as little benefits, as little money as possible. There's no balance there and people are getting so overworked that they don't want to go back to work. Right. And so we don't look at that. We're only looking at the side of like, oh, they don't want to work. But you can only do so much. How many people do you know that got burnt out? This is why the pandemic is, was a blessing in disguise. Sure. When it forced everybody to go in, forced everybody to work from home. Not everybody, but a lot of people, right? Um, It shifted, I think, a huge, and this is why the quiet quitting stuff is coming up right it shifted everybody's there's quiet firing too yeah right which i feel like quiet firing's been around if you've ever worked in corporate yeah that's like like (laughs) secret stuff like we know who's being fired quietly 
please. I've kept the records for the court for the people. I know exactly how that works. But but there this realization that oh, I didn't have to give them eight hours of my life. Sure. I could do that to two. I could do that work in two three hours, and I should still be able to get paid the same. And you know what I mean? Like it's 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 so the the shift there corporations are there is going to be it's going to be so interesting over the next 20 years I, I just agree. to watch how corporations business capitalism our economy starts to shift and that probably is going to happen quicker than we think i think when pluto enters aquarius i think things are really going to really make a what as people's relationships change as men become more you know in touch with themselves the patriarchy aspect and women heal their patriarchy stuff there is going to be this i hate the word utopian Mm -hmm. because i don't believe that things can ever really be utopian it doesn't work it hasn't worked in history when you try to look at like utopian societies they always crumble because somebody's always not doing i think their we way, need to whatever. be working all the time and building towards something right but i so. think i think that there will just be a piece that could happen that would be beneficial to the human race right. that or the fucking aliens are coming and taking us out i don't know really what's happening but i, I vote for aliens but i <laughs> i don't know i keep I mean, that's a whole. We Let's, should we should do a show on aliens. Let's have do we a done a show on aliens? No, we, we should do a show on aliens. So that being said, I don't even know what else to say. No. So <laughs> say a little bit about your program. I am. Um, I'm doing this great program, guys. It's. I think it's pretty amazing. The feedback I'm getting is pretty good. In that, it is something that women have been really needing. Um, my program's called Have It All, Have It All Mom, and it's for women entrepreneurs, um, mompreneurs, and you know, you can learn more at bobbylarson.com, and you can find me at bobbylarsonhypnotherapy on Instagram, and you can find the Alchemical Goat, uh, the Alchemical Goat podcast on Instagram as well. And there's more info there to find both of us. But Jessica, how do we find you? I am um, on AsteriaAwakenings.com. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook under the same Asteria Awakenings. And if you do Bobby's program, you'll get to work with me for an hour. So. I love having you. I love having you do that with me. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Have a wonderful day.